the shepherds did go and they told everyone that they encountered that the Messiah had been born in Bethlehem. Listen to how Matthew refrains this for us. An angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus. For he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God with us. May we realize that God is with us as we worship him today. Let us join our voices. Let those who are able stand. But come, let us all worship the Messiah, Emmanuel. Throughout the uh, Hebrew Scriptures, the Old Testament, in various places, the Messiah, the Christ, the Savior of the world, is referred to as the Rose of Sharon. That's why it describes the Messiah as the Rose of Sharon in the song we've just sung. And when you're in Israel, particularly if you get to be there in the spring, it can carry over into the early summer, the rains will come to that, the arid hills, and an amazing bright, bright red, large poppy called the Rose of Sharon that is blood red will come out. And that is a reminder that Jesus is that blood red sacrifice out of the dryness, out of the aridness, out of the bleakness of that, those spaces that comes to be our salvation. And that's why we gather to receive that great gift of God's salvation in Jesus Christ. And so we have a unison prayer of confession every time we gather to acknowledge that to one another and to the world. So, so let's join our voices right now in that prayer. Let's pray. God of glory, how amazing you are. We so take this for granted. Before there was time, you were thinking of us. Knowing how lost we would be, you planned to rescue us. You have come in person to make this known. What we could never do to save ourselves, you have done. You are our salvation. You are God with us. We confess we failed to share this. Someone needs to know this hope. We can show them with compassion. Teach us the joy of doing this. Heal our resistant hearts. In these chaotic days, shine your healing light out as we surrender to you. In Jesus' redeeming name we pray. Amen. Now in silence, let's ponder the wonder of the Rose of Sharon pouring himself out for us as our Savior and Messiah. And in silence, may we each thank him for that amazing gift. Amen. My friends, in this season especially, hear the best news of all time. An irony 
but good news. Jesus was in the world. God's salvation, the logos, the meaning, the source, the purpose, was in the world. And the world came into being through Jesus. Yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own. And his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. And from his fullness, we all have received grace upon grace. Friends, believe the good news of the gospel. For everything that is missing from our lives, for all the brokenness, God has come in Jesus Christ to be the Savior of the world and of each of our lives. Believe it and tell it to the world. In Jesus Christ, we are made new. Amen. life comes through something that a lot of our world doesn't get, and that is through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. You see, our blood is tainted. We have a blood disease, every single one of us, that was brought about by that original sin, and it poisons us, and we will die without new blood coming into us. This past week, uh, Timothy Plummer was playing indoor soccer and crashed through a, a glass and the glass shattered and sliced open his left elbow badly. Had it not been for the ability for blood to be transfused into him, he could have been in some serious trouble. He's going to be just fine. The surgery went well. We need to lift him up in prayer. But the point that I'm making is that if it were not for God transfusing his blood into us, we would bleed to death. We would all be without hope. Our world would be. But that's what that song and that's what that promise and that scripture tells us again and again. Without the shed blood of God's <coughs> sacrifice, the world would have no hope. We live in a world that needs to know that. We live in a world that's burning up, that's shooting itself up, that's devastating itself. 
And we need to lift up that world that they would know the hope that is Jesus Christ. Well, let's do that right now. If you're visiting with us, we call upon the name of the Lord out loud. Well, let's turn our hearts toward home and let God transfuse us through his Holy Spirit with the good news of God's salvation to Jesus Christ as we remember our world's need for that. Let's pray. joy of our desire, all-consuming fire, Lord of glory, rose of sharing, rare and sweet. Lord, you spoke these words into us through your prophet. You are all this for us. You are our hope. You are the assurance that no matter what happens in this world, we will be delivered and are being delivered by your great salvation. We stand in awe of that. We confess we need to stand still and ponder the wonder of who you are, that you came looking for us, that you love us with an everlasting love, a love that goes beyond description. Lord, cause us to bow down with gratitude in that and cause us to remember your world where fires rage, where homes are destroyed, where wars rage and lives are taken senselessly, where disease threatens hope. We come and we ask that you would be evident to us and through us in those situations. Lord, we think specifically of Timothy today. We ask your hand be upon him as we know it is. But also all who have been injured of heart, of body, of mind, of soul. Lord, in this season where people can be so lonely and not know a hope that comes from having arms wrapped around them. Use our arms to shepherd people into the stable and the manger of your amazing grace. Lord, you've given us such resources. You've given us this place. You've given us relationship with yourself. You've given us fellowship with your church far and wide. We know that our hope is in you. We know that you're the one who can make all things new. And we pray that as you refine in us that awareness, it would pour out upon a world so in need. Be that rose of sharing that transfuses out of us and into others where there is no life. Thank you, Lord, for your church. Thank you for this season. Thank you for coming to find us in person. Bless us to be a blessing. Show us where to go and who to be for people who do not have that hope. And unite our lives in that so that we do not go alone, but that we go in the spirit of the prayer that you taught us all to pray as we say together with one voice. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, 
and the glory forever. Amen. As Bob comes to share with us this morning, I want to remind you also that Marilyn Adams, you're not here, are you, Marilyn? Marilyn Adams took a little dive off the curb after Bible study this Wednesday and had to have 22 stitches in her forehead. And uh, she's doing all right, but I know she's pretty shaken up, so keep Marilyn in your thoughts and prayers. And uh, Dean, can I share how God intervened? Two women were walking up Musser Street. They saw where Marilyn had fallen. Marilyn is tiny. She'd fallen right in front of Dean's car. Dean did not know she was there. He started to get into her car. He could have pulled away. She was right in front of his wheels. God intervened. Those women came over and said, there's a woman laying in the, in the street. And Dean got out and got Kleenex out, compresses. But, but for God's intervening hand, there would, there would have been the great tragedy. And Dean and I have been praising God about that miraculous intervention. So, yeah. thank you. Thank you for letting us share that to you. Bob. Every session meeting, <clears throat> Pastor Bruce stresses to us that we should keep our message short and sweet so that we don't protract the service. And I'm running. So I'm going to do that this morning. Rise, a short prayer that appeared in, of all places, the Reno Gazette Journal, uh, to my amazement, in the Dear Abby column. And I'm going to paraphrase it, but I thought it was really worthwhile sharing with you. So would you pray, pray with me, please? Oh, Heavenly Father,
Let's thank him. Lord, we do have such abundance. You've brought the message to us that we have been fed deeply and richly, not just of body, but more significantly, Lord, of our souls. You have brought that message that the Virgin has brought to us, your great gift of Emmanuel. And we pray now as we return these gifts to you, that message would go forth, that abundance would find people through us for your glory. All these things we pray in Jesus' name and all God's people said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Let's go now into the world prepared to proclaim who this child is. And let's realize that because he has come and is here and speaks to our hearts through the power of his Holy Spirit, we go nowhere by accident. Where we go, God is sending us. Where we are, our Lord has a purpose in our being there. Because Jesus Christ indwells us, he has something he wants to do through us where we are. May we believe it and go, therefore, in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, in the love of God the Father, in the communion and the fellowship and the equipping power of God's Holy Spirit every single step of the way. Amen.